Hey everybody, welcome to Journey Through the Generations, and we're back with another episode. And today, what we're going to talk about is Fan Club, F-A-N. And uh, it's not uh, in the sense that you're probably thinking, <laughs> like having someone cheering for you, which yes. is, that's great. You always need that group of people cheering for you, especially when you're doing family research, Um and you have people who don't want to talk to you or <laughs> you can't find people and those kinds of things. It's important to have people by your side. But right. today we're going to talk about an acronym FAN. Yes. And F stands for friends. Mm-hmm. The A stands for associates. Correct. And then the N stands for network. Neighbors. 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 All right. So Trisha wrote a blog about. A fan club. How long ago was it? Oh, it was about two years ago. Yeah. So go back to the blog, or mm-hmm. yes, go back to the blog and uh, read that. But um, and I'll link to it in the episode description. But Trisha, where did you learn about fan club, and why did you write about it? Um, originally, just you know, me reading um, genealogy books um, and listening to other. Um, family historians through the years, I kept hearing about these fan principles and it's known as the fan club. And so when people would talk about their fan club, this, their fan club, that, and originally I thought it was the people who, you know, help them with their blog or their research and things like that. And I guess that kind of is still true. Um, But this is the brainchild of Elizabeth Sean Mills. And she came up with these fan principles friends, associates, and neighbors to be able to help you break down brick walls that you could not find. This is information that you couldn't find in vital records or on census records or in the library. Because the premise is if you find your grandmother's friend, she would be able to tell you information about your grandmother that maybe nobody would know. She would be able to explain um Things that she had done in the community before she was married. Maybe they were college friends and she could tell you stories about them in college that maybe nobody else remembered or knew. Um, And that goes with, you know, other associates that, you know, your family member ancestors have had. And of course, neighbors. Um, If you've ever watched the show 227, that's one of my favorite shows. And one of the ladies always sat in her window, Pearl. And she always knew what was going on sure on that street. <laughs> just, just as nosy as she want to be. <laughs> she remembered. She knew everybody in the building. She knew everybody who lived across the street. She knew everybody's kids. Um, so I always think about that. And I think of who was the pearl in my neighborhood that can give me information about my family that maybe nobody knew or maybe nobody wants to talk about. That would be interesting information for my research. Yeah. And. The friends part of that for me, um, and I we're going to have another episode talking about this, but the friends part is how I found out where my, uh, let me see, great-grandfather was buried. Yes. And his family. Yes. Um, was by talking to friends, friends. Mm-hmm. of 
the family and of the community. Of the neighborhood, right? Uh, yeah. Right, the neighborhood. And so that's how I found out more information. And then I found out some additional information by going to his grave site. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, um, yeah, you got to have those groups of people. It's not just you by yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a group of people out there that can help you. You just have to go out and either and, contact mm-hmm. them or find them, ask them questions, visit right. them, whatever it is that you need to do. You know, you got to find out who those people are and uh, and it'll it'll help. Right. Because I always think about it like this. Um, if, you know, Wesley or Wesley's children were continuing this research, they would be able to find out a lot of information from what I have found out from vital records and things like that. Census records, neighborhoods and, uh, you know, a little bit of my fan club. But if he or his kids were to talk to my closest friends, my sorority sisters, the people that I went to college with, went to high school with, he would find out so much more information and things about me than if he had talked to my sister. Now, my sister knows a lot about me. She can share a lot of memories, but that was during a time when I wasn't with my sister. I was with my friends in college and they know things and can tell stories that nobody else can tell and nobody can tell him like them. Yeah. And if he want to know what, you know, what I was doing in college, <laughs> you know, he can ask one of my line brothers or my fraternity brothers. And <laughs> he would get a different story he, from talking to your brother. He would get that information. So shout out to all my friend out there. A5. OK, I'm done. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for that. Um, so that's what I always think about with friends. Um associates I always think about if you were to talk to um, people at church or school records or um, military records or um, work records things like that because you never know because you know I'm always saying that you know everybody should write their story down so you never know who's going to write their story from your community and your ancestor may be a part of that story yeah. In there somewhere. Yeah, you just never know, and you 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 know I can just it's so many examples of how it could work, but you know maybe you talk to an associate of your family, and maybe it's somebody that he or she worked with, mm-hmm. and so now you know where to go and look for maybe some pension records C- or right. you know something like that. It's absolutely, you know that's right. how you that's how you learn mm-hmm. and you find out information um is to be talking to other people and that's what we always say you know the first thing you need to do when you start your um research which by the way we'll have a podcast (laughs) soon about how to start um searching but anyway that's what we always say is talk to your um family members who are uh alive and well Mm -hmm. and can tell you the stories information share pictures all that good stuff and so, yeah, talk to those people and you'll find out you will find out a lot of information. Right. It's not just all on Ancestry.com and Family Search and, you know, all these different genealogy sites. Those are great. Oh, yeah, they're great. Um, but they can't tell the story that, yeah. that your, you know, grandmother can tell about your great great grandmother. Or whatever. Right. So. You can't. By talking to your friends and family, associates and neighbors, you're able to get a picture of their lives, not just birth date and death date. 
it's what we know we call between the dash. You find out about where they worked, where they went to school, if they were in social organizations, if they were, you know, members of the church, if they did volunteer stuff, you get a better glimpse of what their lives were like. Were they, you know, really into voter registration and they registered voters every year for the last 30 years? You just never know what you can find out about the lives of your ancestors. Yeah, and if you talk to your neighbors, you know, that's I just for some reason this is in my mind. This hasn't happened to me, but you know, just think if you have somebody in your family tree that you think is your brother, but is really your cousin. Right. That usually or vice come, versa. <laughs> right. That usually and, come from inside the house. Right. I mean your neighbor is gonna say, you know, you'll say, Oh, you know, Junebug was my brother, you know, and your neighbor be like no, mm-hmm. not really. That was your cousin because, you. you know, X, Y, Z. And that's the whole and, story. And even though that person is still your brother mm-hmm. to you um, from a, I don't know, genealogy standpoint, yeah. uh, that is your cousin. Now you're going on a different path for him. Correct. Uh, so now you're looking at, you know, something totally different. Mm-hmm. So that doesn't change your relationship at all. It just guides you down a different path um so i don't know why that came up to me but just another example of you know talking to other people um you can learn about you right. know what's really going on yeah <laughs> in and, the family sometimes the secrets and then you, again they usually do come from neighbors and associates um but Neighbors also, when I think of the neighbor aspect of the fan club, I also think about deed records. And that's something that I don't really talk about a lot because I haven't actually used them a lot. But recently I've been um, using them more. And if you find a deed record, I mean, like a really good deed record, it'll have information about their neighbors on the deed record. So if I were to go and find a deed record for the people across the street that live from my grandparents, Um, and it goes back a hundred years, I could find out information about my grandparents' home, who owned it, how it got passed down, how long they had been there. It's all kind of information in a deed record, not only about that person and their house, but their neighbors around them as well. Yeah. And you just have to think outside the box a little bit, Mm -hmm. because if you're stuck on a certain family or family member, um, you know, maybe you check out a census record and see who lives next door and maybe you research them right find some contacts somebody you can talk to and then you that would you know you could learn you know about your yeah, family that you're way too absolutely so right. you have to think out, out mm-hmm. the, outside the box is it going to uh, cause you more time and yes. research yes it is But if you want to get to where you need to, sometimes you just might have to do that. Yeah, because, you know, that's how a lot of people, when they're searching enslaved um, people after the emancipation, the night, the 1870 census, if you find your ancestor on that census and if you look around, uh, you know, on that page or the page before, page after, and you see someone with that same last name that's Caucasian, nine times out of 10, that was probably the slaveholder. Um, If you go back and then you can go back to the 1860 and see how much property and things they had. So that's how they tie together um, slave owners and enslaved people as well. So that's a good point. And that's how I found out who my, let me see, I was at to think about this. (laughs) 
Uh, I'm not as good as other. Uh, I, I, you know, I don't know. I'm getting off topic here. That's but okay. I don't know how uh, genealog- genealogists and family researchers do it. You'll be talking to them and they say, oh, yeah, my uncle Ron, <laughs> you know, was born in 1845 or 1913 or whatever it is. And it's just like, you know, how can you come up with that just like that? I have to think. That's but, because they've been researching for years and years and they've written it down and typed it out and put it in this database and this database. And I guess. so the more you do it, the more you remember. Well, I'm still in the <laughs> got to think about it phase. So anyway. So, uh, checking fam- the um, census records for around my family, that's how I was able to find my, let's see, great-grandfather's wife. Oh, she would be my great-grandmother, right? Yes. Um, and that's how I found, they were separated at the time, mm-hmm. and that's how I found where she was living and who was with her in that household Turned out to be my my grandfather. Oh, right. In the mm-hmm. household. Because she had the children. But remember, I was like, where are where these are people? Mm-hmm. And I thought they were still in Memphis, but they weren't. They were in they were Arkansas. Right down the and so, anyway, that's just more examples for you that, uh, you know, you just kind of have to, you know, dig around mm-hmm. the family a little bit. Right. And I'm also going to um, say, because, you know, I do photographs, um, pictures. Is one of my things. So also when you're, you know, talking to or getting to know these families, uh, friends, associates and neighbors, I always ask for if they have pictures of your ancestors, Um, because one of the things that I always think is amazing is, um, you know, I live in the world of Instagram, Facebook, social media. And I remember when Throwback Thursday was a thing and everybody would post old pictures. Um, And I would always think, I remember being there and I have pictures that I took of this event 15 years ago, but it's so neat to see other people's pictures of the same event um, that I'm with other people or that I'm taking pictures of. So always, always ask for pictures because those um, friends, associates and neighbors are going to have pictures um, of your ancestors and relatives that you may not have seen. That's that's a good point because I got to do a much better job of that because I'm meeting uh, a lot of family that I didn't know existed mm-hmm. before a few months ago. And so, you know, we got to not just ask for those photos, but take photos right. when you're there because mm-hmm. right, I yes. met a cousin of mine, um, a April probably a few months ago and uh and met her daughter and her daughter three generations three generations um and it turns out that the third generation daughter uh, goes to school right down the street Mm -hmm. from us um, yeah at the u of a and so um when they came to visit they were in town to visit her and uh they came to the house and unfortunately because of COVID we had to stand outside in the cold but social distance uh huh but with mask on that was unfortunate but um we were able to talk to them for a few minutes and take a picture um and as a matter of fact I'll put that picture out on Facebook and mm-hmm. on Twitter um so follow us over there so you can you can see those but um 
But yeah, that was that was cool, and mm-hmm. it comes up to find out she is like the one of the people who know all about the family, yes. and it led me to the branch of my family that goes all the way back to slavery, um, which I still have some work to do on that, but um, I'm going to the family reunion next year. That's so exciting. And so um, that's exciting. And so it leads you to other information. So, Mm -hmm. you know, be sure you ask those questions and uh, ask for pictures, take pictures. Right. And you'll always have those. Yeah, I've been using the fan club before I knew it was a fan club. Um, Because, again, I come from a very small um, community. And, I, you know, one of the things that I did was, you know, talk to, you know, my mother's friends and my father's friends and, you know, my grandparents' friends when I first started this research. And one of the things that I did that I didn't know I was doing at the time was um, this um, man in my community, his name is um, James Logan Morgan. He was a minister and he was really into genealogy for the majority of his life. And once he died, his family um, donated all of his genealogy and history records to a research center. And so that's one of the collections that I really go to a lot when I need information. And I was able to find in his collection um, one of my granny's friends, um, college information. She had um, gone to Dunbar um, and Philander, which are the same schools that my granny went to. And at the time, I didn't know that they were schoolmates. Um, but she, he had one of her um, college scrapbooks and I was able to find a picture of Miss Oates and my granny when they were in college together back in, um, 1932. And I would have never found that picture if I hadn't been researching, um, my granny's friend. Um, I was able to, and that's how I narrowed down when my granny actually graduated from Dunbar and Philander because they went to school together and she had the um, college commencement program and I could, you know, see my granny's name in and everything. Um, so that's how I was able to find my granny's school records and documents and years that she graduated. Yeah. So, so good stuff, good information. Uh, I believe it's certainly for, um, new researchers mm-hmm. um, and hopefully there's some information in there for people who have been researching for a long time and something has been able to help you. Yeah. Do you have anything else you want to touch no, on? Um, just keep researching and sometimes you have to think outside the box to get that information. Yep. All right. So we really appreciate you guys for listening. Uh, down in the episode notes, I'll have the links to Um, the things that we referenced today and of course all of our social media so go over there and like and follow um, and comment on our post about um, about the fan club and what you use it for and also hey show us a picture of some family members that you met we would love to see it yeah we'd love to see that so we really appreciate you guys for listening. Um, y'all have a good one. Make sure you guys stay safe out there. Thanks, guys. Talk to y'all later.